Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. What I love about Shopify is basically how no matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. I know we use Shopify here at Betches, and honestly, anyone with any kind of business could really benefit from Shopify. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklyn, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash betches, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash betches now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash betches. Betches Media presents the Betches Brides podcast. A show for the wedding obsessed and the brides who are stressed. Because after all, it's only one day of your life. Hello and welcome back to the Betches Rides podcast. I'm your host, Nicole Pellegrino. And today in the studio in New York City, we have another very special guest. She is another Caroline, if you will. I know you guys all heard the Caroline Crawford episode last week. Well, this is a different Caroline, but an amazing one. We have Caroline Ripa in the studio with us. Caroline, how are you? Hi, I'm good. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here and be in New York. I love New York. Yes, I'm so excited to have you. Here's the thing. We have so many experts on this podcast, like vendors, you know, florists, planners, whoever. We can have experts all the time, anytime. But I love having people like you who are a regular bride who, you know, caught my attention because I followed your whole wedding journey on TikTok. You were creating videos left and right about your whole process. You were so detailed about it all. Your wedding was exquisite. And you did it all while also just saving money. And I think that was something that it's our audience will love if they don't follow you already. They'll love this conversation because, I mean, your wedding just looked amazing. Yeah, and thank you. Yeah. So before we get into like, you know, I want to talk about all the DIY stuff you did. I want to talk about all the ways you broke from tradition because that is definitely something that this podcast we talk about all the time on here. Like, you don't have to do the traditional wedding traditions that we always see. And then, you know, I just want to get into some games and stuff. So first, tell us about your wedding. You know, when was it? Where was it? All the details. So it was in Savannah, Georgia. That's where I grew up and that's home. I always knew I wanted to get married there. And it was on September 18th. It was a Saturday and it was so beautiful. It was supposed to rain all like monsoon Mm -mm. and when i say that i put it into the air and asked every person i knew to put send me the good vibes and we had the most beautiful day like i woke up there wasn't a cloud in the sky and then the next day it rained all day like i don't know what happened oh yeah that actually happened with mine too the the day the week of it was a hurricane 
And then the day of, it was gorgeous. And then the next day, it rained. Yeah, it's I, it's really, we send good vibes out. It happens. Oh my gosh. <laughs> How many people did you have on your guest list? We had 94. Oh, perfect. Yeah, size. it was the most perfect wedding. We actually, it was a huge thing with me and Tom, the guest list. I wanted a smaller wedding. He wanted a bigger wedding. We actually invited 170, which seems crazy. Oh my God. I know. You had that many people decline yeah so we knew about 30 40 were going to say no because they were either extended family just someone we kind of wanted to invite but we knew they probably weren't able to make it and then we probably had about 40 30 40 say no um just for all different reasons some people didn't want to travel for covid i had a lot of people have other weddings that weekend because mm -hmm. we're in a time right now where there's just weddings every Everywhere. single weekend on top of each other mm -hmm. i mean 2022 is about to be the wedding boom yeah. like get ready they're back i keep hearing about how it's going to be like the number one year of weddings like ever it in recorded history it is so um, um, i'm sending prayers to all you 2022 <laughs> brides that sounds terrifying i know i know i mean they're competing for like dates vendors etc it sounds insane yeah. no but your wedding sounded i mean 90 you said 90 how many 94 94 I'm pretty that's, sure that sounds like the perfect amount honestly like that's a blessing in disguise that so many people declined because yeah. I mean, you want it to be a little more intimate and that's, I don't know, 94 sounds perfect. Yeah. What was like your favorite just overall part? Like what stuck out to you as what made it such a great wedding? So my favorite parts of the wedding was basically being in Savannah for one. I'm obsessed with Savannah. Like I grew up there. Every time I go home, I'm like, it just feels so good to be in the city. Mm. We were downtown. I was, um, I felt very passionately about having the venue near where we were staying. Mm. And then everyone could like stay in a hotel close by. So I didn't want anyone to have to drive or get Ubers. We all just walked around downtown Savannah all weekend, which was perfect. I love that. Yeah. Um, and then my other favorite part was just being around everyone that I loved. Like, it was just so fun. That's an underrated thing about having a wedding. Like, you don't realize all those people are never going to be in the same room, like, all loving and celebrating you at one point. Yeah. Yeah. It's like all family, friends on my side, Tom's side. We all just came together. It was so fun. We had people come from all over. I have friends in Montana. I have friends in England. They oh. like so many people came. Yeah, it was people came from all over and it was so fun. Like when it was over, I was so sad. because I was like, I never see these people. And it was just such a good weekend. Yeah. I mean, somebody told me before mine, make sure while you're standing up there at the altar to look out at the crowd and just soak it all in that like, look at everybody's faces looking at you and just soak in that moment because that's when they're all literally right there in the same room. Yeah. And I did that and I'm really glad I did because it really was like a surreal moment. I think I teared up a little bit. Yeah, I did that at the reception for sure. I remember yeah. looking around being like, wow, yeah. I kind of blacked out on the ceremony. <laughs> I like, it was, oh, it was very nerve wracking. Oh, I, yeah, it, it's a lot. It's very nerve wracking. Mm -hmm. It's especially no, we don't talk about it enough. <laughs> no, nobody does. I mean, literally, you're like, what if I trip? I don't know. There's just so much yeah. going on. And everyone's staring exactly at you. So if one thing goes wrong or you do something weird, like people are just staring at you. Yes. Yeah. And wait, actually, real quick about that. We're veering off. But did Tom, your husband, did he have like a microphone on at the ceremony? Did um, I think he did. He did. Okay. Yes. So did my mic. And so when I got to the front, he was like, because I like whisper random things to him when we're up there. And I remember him being like, don't say anything weird because <laughs> like, like it, the mic will pick it up. Yeah. And um, I was like, oh, my God, like that just threw me off that. I don't know. That just like popped into my head when we said it's a nerve wracking experience. Yeah. Um, OK, so you clearly made a ton of amazing TikToks about your wedding that have gone so viral. I'm a big fan of them. 
You made one about your wedding regrets, which is my favorite topic to talk about because the bride's listening. You guys don't want to have the same regrets as we do. So we're here to learn, you know, learn from our mistakes. So what do you regret like doing or not doing? And um, yeah, can we talk about those? Yeah. So I have a few regrets. It's really not that many. And they're also not that big of a deal. They did not mm-hmm. ruin the day in any way. It, I wouldn't go back and redo it. It's just fine. Like I right. just moved on from it. Um, my number one regret is my photo booth. Mm. And this is a huge topic because I came up with this idea to basically mimic the Kardashian photo booth. Oh, yeah, I copied. Yeah, like <laughs> I, I, I had the video. I remember you talked about it on mm-hmm. one of your past episodes. And I was so excited for it. I called this local company and I was like, look, here's a Kardashian photo booth. I sent them like examples. Mm-hmm. And I was like, can you do this with a white backdrop, a glam filter, very contrasty, no props, nothing mm-hmm. weird, just like literally a photo booth, white backdrop and this, this filter. Right. And they were like, oh yeah, we can definitely do that. They kind of show me something along the lines of what they can do, but it wasn't an exact okay. example. And I was like, perfect. And it was on like the bottom of what I was worrying about that week. Right. I just didn't, I like forgot we had a photo booth. Like there was just so much going on. Mm-hmm. Um, and I show up to the reception or the ceremony, like right before I walk down the aisle, we're like walking over to the bridal suite and I'm going through the reception area and I'm like, oh my God, it's so beautiful. Everything's so put together. Yeah. And then I look over and I see the photo booth and I'm like, it's just this, this stand with like a camera and there's no backdrop or anything. And I'm like, and then there's a seat, there's like a table beside it and there's a printer. And I specifically asked for no printing because oh, I just wanted yeah. um, digital. Right, Because I right. feel like I, every time I go to a wedding and I print out a picture from the photo, but it gets you lost it. on that table and no one sees it. It's just wasteful. I didn't right. care. I didn't want a giant printer. Yeah. And then it was there. And I was like, okay. And then I was like, Strike one. it's fine. It's fine. Like, come on, just move <laughs> on. And so obviously, like, ceremony happens, reception, we're into reception, and I go over to the photo booth to take a picture. Someone drags me over. And I'm taking a picture, and I look, and I'm like, what is that? And in the top left-hand corner, it says Mr. and Mrs. Amos in gigantic letters. And you didn't change your last name. No, I didn't. <gasps> and so you didn't even ask that, like... No, I never yeah. said that. Oh. I, I'm assuming they knew Amos because they probably asked me my name and my right. husband's name. And I, like, probably in, like, a form I filled out. I don't even remember. Yeah, but, like, this day and age, you don't just assume the brides... I mean, I haven't changed mine. You haven't. Many brides aren't, so why? Yeah. why it, I, it's also Savannah, which is... Very oh. southern, very traditional. So it's mm. not that far off. It probably wouldn't happen in right. a place like New York City or something. But it's like, again, it wasn't that big of a deal. But then under Mr. and Mrs. Amy, it said like Ships of the Sea, which is the venue that we had. And I hated the font. I'm a very, I'm, so I'm like a graphic designer, like freelancer oh, too. Yeah. I did that. I've done that for years. It's what I studied in college and stuff. So I felt very strongly about having my design all replicated throughout my whole like yeah. save the dates invites all my signs everything had the same font it all flowed yeah and it's like this like comic sans kind of font and no. i like it killed, not to, it killed not me not to make you feel whatever but i saw the video where you showed the photos it, yeah the font no just no yeah. well <laughs> and, and it's such bad quality it looks like no the, the photo more importantly mm-hmm. like I mean, you you explained it in your TikTok. It was just like the background wasn't even white. No. So I think just like, I guess a learning lesson for brides is like get your photo booth companies to show you an example of if they've done that before or like somehow get them to really guarantee that they can actually execute that. Yeah, that's I, that's what I tell people who have come to me and been like, wait, I was really excited to do the photo booth. And I'm like, this is what I would do. 
ask them for an example like literally ask them to set it up and take a selfie or something i don't know like right. you gotta have some kind of example and then if you don't like that don't book it move on or do whatever you right. need to do but that's something that i didn't do i didn't really think about it until it was happening it's not a big deal right. but i was excited about it because i'm obsessed with that photo booth as i know we all are every celebrity and a-lister has a cool picture from that if photo it booth. makes you feel better i know i copied your idea i mean i literally made a video about how i saw it on your tiktok and i was like i'm doing this. no i love it. i saw yours by the way they, they look killed amazing. It. They, they killed, it. killed it. So, but I will say the our photo booth was outside of the reception and not that many people like saw it there or did it. And our wedding yeah. went by so fast that I just, not a lot of people used it. So I think, I mean, just to make you feel better, it's, yeah. it turned out well, but not a lot of people used it. I, I feel strongly about that too, about how people don't notice other things around your wedding. And that was something big me and Tom wanted to do is have everything that guests wanted to do near the dance floor. So the photo booth was near the dance floor, but it was kind of in a different corner. So not that many people used it, but it was out in the open. It wasn't like hidden in a different that's, place. That's I feel good. like you need to congregate people like near the dance floor and then have like guest book, photo booth, that bars around the dance floor. When you guys are venue searching, that is so key. I Because that was one of the things that really, uh, my wedding was so fun, It didn't, it, but it was all kind of spread out. So I think when you're looking at venues, ask the venue person, where will the bar be located? Where would a photo booth be? Where would the cake table be? Where would this be? Like find yeah. out where all that stuff will be because you want it centrally where everyone can see it and actually use it. Yep. Um, what other kind of regrets did you have? Any other? So my other major regret, all the other ones are kind of little, but my mm -hmm. other major regret was my hair. The hair. My hair. I thought it looked great. I, that's what everyone's telling me. They're like, what are you talking about? You're crazy. And I'm like, <laughs> I don't know. I can't describe it. It didn't look like me. It didn't feel like me. I wasn't in love with it. I did do a hair trial, by the way, if you're listening. People always assume I just didn't do oh, one. Wow. I did do one. And so when I had my hair trial, I had like my part and then my hair was down around it. Right. And then on my wedding day, she didn't have my part out. She kind of just combed it back and then poofed it up a little bit. Right. I don't know. It's hard to explain. If you see the pictures, I've yeah. like made videos no, it about sense. it. And it just didn't feel like me. Like, and I also never wear my hair up. Yeah. I don't know what came over me to be like, I need to do my hair up. And so Jordana and I talk about that all the time. It's like, a lot of times for our wedding day, we want to do something extra regal and special and elevated. But I, my number one tip for hair is just do something that you know you look good in and you're comfortable in and do a trial. Do multiple if you have to. I did like three. But I just think like a lot of brides try to... And if you want to go glam and go all out, then do it. But I definitely do a trial too. But that's the thing. If you never wear your hair up, it's like... yeah. What what makes you think you're gonna love it on your wedding day? Exactly. But what I'm glad you tried it. And look again, I think you looked gorgeous. But like you said, it's like you. It just didn't feel like you. Yeah, exactly. I, it really didn't feel like me. And we did a next day photo shoot, which oh, yeah. I've had a lot of people ask me what, what that, is that. What is that? So we didn't do a first look on our wedding day. Um, so we like the first time we saw each other was me walking down the aisle at my venue. The earliest we could have a ceremony because it was in the museum garden mm -hmm. um, was 530. And um, so I yeah. if I was if I had it my way, we would have had the wedding at like four mm -hmm. and then had a really long cocktail hour while we took a lot of pictures. Yep. Um, but that was not reality because we had to start at 530. 
Um, and my photographer was like, look, you have to do a first look or you're only going to have 20 minutes of pictures. And I know you like pictures, so we need to fix something. And I'm like, yeah. okay. Um, and we talked about a next day photo shoot. We added it on a little bit, but we made friends with our photographers. They did our engagement pictures. We love them. They came all the way from Ohio. So they were in town for the weekend. They were excited to be in Savannah. So it wasn't, it wasn't a huge deal to just have fun and take right. pictures the next day. So the next, but the only part about it is you have to get ready again the next yeah. day did you hire glam and everything for the next i day? did so i heard i hired the same makeup artist for the whole weekend okay um her name is claire love her <laughs> she did like an amazing job so she did my makeup on sunday morning and then i got my hair done not by the same person because she wasn't working or something right. and i had to go into the salon and I asked for kind of like glam Hollywood waves because I didn't love my hair. So I was like, let me do something different. Right. I'll just do it down and curly. I don't know what happened. I had never been to this girl. I didn't do a trial with this girl before. My hair was not curly at all. And my hair kind of curls. It's not like, yeah. it's not, it, it is naturally straight, but it does curl a little bit. Um, and then she teased it and did like a major side part. And just, that's one of those styles I though. Know. I think you like, just to illustrate it for you all, it's the side part with the, the soft wave glam that I, I think a lot of people like with the bang that kind of waves up. I think like a lot 40s, of 40s Hollywood. That's a tough something. one to do because I feel like you yeah. have to like use a lot of hair. So I don't know. I'm not a hair yeah. person. But but looking back, like, again, I don't know why I did this hairstyle that I've never done that I don't normally do. Right. I don't know what came over me. I think I just wanted my hair down because I knew I didn't like my hair up the previous day. So, and then it was a little bit curly and I'm going to meet our photographers. We're like 30 minutes in and I look in like a mirror or like a car mirror or something and my hair is just straight and poofy, which isn't even like, I, that's not even my natural hair. So I was like, oh my God. And she was like, it looks good. I promise it's fine. And I'm like, okay. So she actually had a comb in the bottom of her bag and I just like brushed it out. Who, the photographer? Yeah. Oh and I'm God. like, can I use your comb? That's a good photographer. <laughs> yeah. Have hair stuff ready. <laughs> So Ugh. I just combed it as much as I could to try to flatten it. And so I basically just have like straight long hair and all of my pictures from that day. The pictures, they do look good, but like yeah. it's just another regret I have is my hair. And I think a lot of people have hair regrets because they do things yep. that are different than their normal day-to-day -day hairstyles. Right. And Jordan and I say too, it's like we're not used to, we're everyday, we're everyday gals. We're, <laughs> we're not all used to getting our hair and makeup done all the time. So yeah. sometimes even if it looks amazing and other people think it looks amazing to you, it's that shock factor of like, oh wow, I, I look very different. And to sometimes your husband could be like, whoa, like yeah. I, my rehearsal dinner makeup, I told her to do my eyes like, so that like they pop a lot. And Mike first saw <laughs> my makeup artist was like, when Mike saw you for the first time, she was like, I caught a glimpse of his face and he looked like a little shocked at first. And I was like, whatever, guys just don't understand makeup sometimes. Yeah. But um, I mean, I thought it looked amazing. In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com and get up to 15% off your first purchase as a member with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for up to 15% off your first purchase as a member. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado? for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, 
Good thing Instacart shoppers are just as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They're milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, so aside from regrets, like, is there anything that you forgot to do that you had just, like, planned a ton for and then forgot? Um, Something that I forgot to do was hire a rehearsal dinner photographer. Oh, okay, we need to talk about this. Yeah. Because I know you said that, and I was like, wait, same? Well, I didn't even want to but I wish I did go on yeah so um so as you know we had a smaller budget for our wedding so my photographer an add-on for rehearsal dinner was just something we couldn't do right um so I wanted to hire someone that I don't want to say isn't as experienced but uh Savannah has SCAD which is a a huge art school from Mm -hmm. all over the country and I know that there's some really cool unique students there and I was like I really want to find someone that wants like a job for two hours take some really cool film pictures. Like I'm talking like, I made a Pinterest board of the film vibe that I wanted. And I was just gonna like, you know, I was willing to pay like a few hundred and just like have some casual, nothing serious Mm -hmm. um, pictures. I reached out to a bunch of people. Like I was literally on the hashtag like SCAD, like hashtag SCAD photographer. I'm like No, but that's such a good idea. If you, I mean, I would have never thought about that. If you're in a if you're getting married in a university town, go to the art school and hire someone yeah. for a little bit cheaper. They're probably trying to build up their portfolio. Do exactly. that. I, I was a college student once doing creative classes. Yeah. I would have loved if someone came and said, can you take cool rehearsal under pictures for two hours? I would have been like, of Amazing. course, let's do it. Amazing. Yeah. So you reached out to all the hashtags. Yeah, I'm like, oh, I got a lot of people saying they couldn't do it or they <laughs> didn't go to school there anymore or like they're not in Savannah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I have some people messaging me back and I got to the point where I'm like three weeks before the wedding and there are so much more going on than this that I keep forgetting right. and then the week of I'm like oh my gosh I forgot to hire one and so I'm like re-messaging these people that were messaging me back and they're like sorry I made plans I can't do it and then I like on Wednesday I just came to terms that i I should have done this months ago and it's not gonna happen <laughs> it's fine and so I don't have that many pictures from rehearsal dinner I wish I did because we had a very casual rehearsal dinner in our Airbnb that we um, rented. It was not like a sit down serious one, but it was intimate just because we were in a small space. I was like seeing family and friends I hadn't seen in so long. We had a lot of speeches. It got emotional sometimes. Like I just wish there was like cute pictures of me like hugging those people, but yeah. It's okay. I I accepted it and I moved on. I think that's so important though. Like rehearsal dinner photographer, it hire a student hire or like have it at the very least have like a friend or family member with a good camera come and just like beg them to take some good photos of those moments because I mean I got my hair and makeup done for my rehearsal dinner I got this amazing dress but then I was like oh all I have is my friends and our phones like same I had like one good picture with Tom one good picture of me by myself. And then all the other ones were yeah. me kind of like half drunk in a bar. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so like, I'm like, the world will never see those, but it's fine. They're like funny to look back on. But it is, I do wish that I had it. And I also think a tip is just to make a package with your photographer. Mm-hmm. If you find someone you love, have like engagement, rehearsal, wedding day, just put, try to make some kind of package with them. They love stuff like that because yeah. they want to work with you as like yeah. long as they can. And Yeah, see yeah. if they'll throw on... Rehearsal and engagement, like you said, for a couple hundred, I don't know, whatever their rates are. But 
yeah, that's a really good idea just because it also builds that kind of like rapport and chemistry with them yeah. before the wedding and whatnot. So. That's what we liked about ours. We already had a relationship because of engagement pictures on our mm-hmm. wedding weekend. So it was just so fun to see them and be like, oh my God, how are you? We were already comfortable with them. So it yes. was nice. Love it. Well, one thing on the note of photos you did have at the wedding, can we talk about the disposable cameras? Yes. Because that was a big thing, I feel yes. like. And that's something like we don't see a lot happening. Can you tell us what you did with them? And why you love them. Yeah. It's probably my number one question, except for the champagne tower, which I know we'll get to. We'll get to the champagne tower. <laughs> um, I swear I've had so many questions about it. People have so many questions. And I think it's funny because I don't have this huge, like, secret answer for them. I'm like, I went to Walmart and I bought, like, 10 disposable cameras. And I just put them at each table and that's it. Like, I just hope for the best. I did have, I bought eight cameras I had 10 tables I bought eight cameras I don't know why why didn't I get 10 cameras yeah. I don't know I can't explain it to you my brain that week was like listen yeah it's, we call it wedding brain yeah um and I sent them in and I did not get like 24 pictures of every eight cameras like there was a lot that I didn't get back because mm-hmm. when you get your pictures developed they won't send you like blanks so um there was a lot that weren't on there so you need to have the flash on but I it was I had the funnest pictures from those cameras or just people like selfies I'm glad people used them yeah my friend I have a friend that's like loves disposable cameras so I think she took on the job of like let's take pictures of Caroline dancing because I have a few pictures of me and my second dress dancing that's your best friend now yes oh yeah I'm (laughs) like holding like my high noon (laughs) that I know is a sponsor like high high noon (laughs) yes they're like my favorite that you are holding high. oh my god so that was like another add-on we did to the bar I was like I don't want white claws we need high noons and he was like yes okay that's extra and I was like I I don't care. I was like, you need high that. news. They're the best. I'm sorry. Yeah. The yeah. Sorry. I swear they're not paying me to say this. <laughs> no, um, but they truly are. And yeah, so it was just, I had the funnest pictures from the disposable cameras. I, some tips though, I recommend putting a sticker or something on the camera, reminding people to turn the flash on mm-hmm. because that's why you get a lot of blanks. And then secondly, like have it go back to someone when the camera ends, like maybe say like, if the maid of honor has like a specific title or even the planner put on there, like return back to so-and-so right. so people know where to go. I'm only missing one camera Ugh, for my wedding. We need to find it. Because I get that question a lot too. They're like, I'm scared to just put these out. Yeah. I never got that back. It could be in someone's bag. Someone could have stole it. It could have been thrown away. I have absolutely no idea where Did it is. Did you have a wedding planner at all? I had a coordinator. The day of? Mm-hmm. That's okay. it. As part of the venue or you hired a day I of? hired her separately. Okay, okay. Yeah. Interesting, because I was going to say that's that usually is like a coordinator's job to like, um, I mean, it depends what package or whatever, but to get all of that stuff. Yeah, I think she was the one who gathered all of them. But I like I'm sure, you know, as the end of the night on your wedding, like I was not looking at anything like the venue could have lit on fire. I was like on a party bus (laughs) driving away. And then we had like our mini moon in Charleston after. And then like so the next weekend was when I started going through all the boxes in the back of the car and I only counted eight cameras. And I was like, oh, no, we're missing one. I mean, you're bound to miss something after the wedding yeah Guests there's a lot of things that i have no idea what happened to them but i think that's nope. also a really good like learning lesson for you brides out there it's like Guests do not know like what to do unless you tell them exactly what. Yeah, like, they like direction. They love direction. Like anywhere you can, even on our menus, I remember like we were going to have each um, entree listed out and my planner was like, you should put a little or in between like each of the entrees because they they'll think that they're ordering like all three when they've already pre told you what they want. And so it's like the littlest things mm-hmm. you literally have to tell them what to do because 
it is like a big orchestrated production at the end of the day. Yeah. And you want them to like enjoy it. But they, if they have the littlest bit of like confusion for any moment, they just, well, don't know what to do. Yeah. Um, speaking of doing things, love that little transition. <laughs> you did a lot of this wedding yourself. We love a DIY yes. bride, especially because you saved a lot of money doing mm-hmm. so, which we love. More power to you because DIYing is not easy for a large event. Yeah. So can you just tell us what are some of the things that you DIY'd? Yeah. So I DIY'd almost everything, which I know sounds crazy. I'm a very creative person. I also am a hands-on person and I also don't trust anyone to do what exactly I want to do. I have a very specific vision of something and I'm going to the only way I'm going to do that is if I do it myself. Love it. I'm like one of those people. Tom has to like be like, Can you, I'll do this for you. And I'm like, you're not going to do it how I want to do it. Like, let me just do it. Yes. Um, so I, my main thing I did by myself was flowers. I did all my own flowers. I don't know how. I'm, I I don't know how either. I think I, it took a few years off my life. It really <laughs> did. Um, I did so much research. I watched so many YouTube videos. I was so prepared. Go girl. And the week of the wedding, mm-hmm. everything's supposed to get delivered Wednesday, Thursday, because they deliver in a certain way where like you have to put them in buckets and put them in the window. Where did so you the, deliver them from? Or where'd you order? We got them from like 50 Flowers and okay. Sam's Club. And you can also get them so from So these Costco. are like wholesale. Okay. Sam's yeah. Club. Yeah. So they're like giant boxes. Okay. I ordered like 200 white roses. I ordered... Um, like 50 bunches of baby's breath, where a baby's breath bunches have like 10. Yes. Like 50 or 100. I honestly can't remember. It looks, the baby's breath like made your wedding. Yeah. I, it was, I, everyone keeps saying, I got baby's breath recently for like our kitchen table. And Tom was like, oh yeah, like our wedding. And I was like, well, I've been getting it for years. But yeah, like everyone's just associating my wedding with like baby's breath. I love that. Yeah. Oh. Um. Okay. So they were supposed to be delivered Wednesday, Thursday of the wedding. Thursday, I'm like, where are the flowers? Because I have a whole schedule of the weekend. We're supposed to DIY bridesmaids bouquets and like have fun, make cocktails. I had like a whole thing planned. Um, They weren't there. And I get a call and it's 50 flowers. And it's like, hey, those flowers are out of stock. And I look at Tom and I'm like, take this over. There's about to be no flowers at my wedding. I'm going to pass out. I was like, (laughs) I couldn't believe it. He, I'm not kidding, bless his heart. He was on the phone for hours, like freaking out back and forth. He's like, you need to overnight these. We are getting married. I'm going to cry. Yeah. Tom is the key. No, I'm actually tearing up. Tom, he came to drop her off at the office. I I just love him. He's so cute. He's so cute. Okay, go on. (laughs) Um, and so anyways, so this specific white rose that I had ordered was out of stock where they had a different kind of white rose. And I was like, if it's a white rose and it looks exactly like the other one, just send those. So they overnight those, they end up giving us like a 50% discount. So we actually saved even more money than I thought I would at my wedding. Um, and everything gets delivered Friday and my bridesmaids, all my family, my aunts, my uncles knew what was happening. And when I say we had like an assembly line at the Airbnb, people, <laughs> oh, we had to go to Home Depot and get those giant buckets. Everyone's like, I don't even have yeah, footage of you this have to because like, make sure they don't die. I mean, that's yeah. a whole thing. Like you realize your florist is ordering these flowers like you're doing. You you essentially became a florist for the weekend. Yeah. Oh, unknowingly. I mean, how did you have to like stick them in things to not to to 
be in water so we got we got all those home depot buckets i don't know what they're yeah. called but we got like probably 10 or 15 of those we filled them with water and we took all the flowers out and just placed them in there and then we just got them ready and then they all looked at me and they're like okay what do you need and i'm like the white roses or bridesmaids bouquets and my bouquets baby's breath we're gonna have baby's breath down the aisles of mm -hmm. the wedding we got i got the vases from dollar tree i think i got 12 vases or something so it's 12 dollars literally mm -hmm. and then i put a bunch of baby's breath in um and and then we just needed like some certain centerpieces and like little vases everywhere it, it was not that much it oh. was like it wasn't as like as many flowers as some people might think it was okay. and i also think my venue was smaller which helped if it was mm -hmm. bigger you probably would have seen that i didn't have that yeah, much yeah yeah <laughs> um and friday night i'm like okay we're gonna have rehearsal welcome party bridesmaids we're leaving 9 p.m on the dock because we have to go make bouquets because we didn't have time on oh. friday oh you had to make them after the rehearsal mm -hmm. yeah oh my god your so bridesmaids they knew though and they were like so 9 p.m and i told them i was like 9 p.m hits grab me out of the bar i don't care what i'm doing we need to go back <laughs> and 9 p.m hits and i'm not kidding like everyone starts screaming in the bar and pointing to me and i'm getting like pushed and go i'm like waving i'm like bye see you tomorrow and we like have to walk a few blocks to the airbnb we're like on an assembly line making bouquets and i didn't have anything crazy i just had a white rose bouquet for the bridesmaids it was gorgeous it was like eight eight roses i bought floral wire and floral tape and like ribbon we Ooh. watched a youtube video it really was not that hard was it I like promise. fun in a weird twisted way it kind of sounds a little fun it was a little fun but we were all exhausted <laughs> yeah because i wanted to do it thursday when yeah. we like had more time if it was thursday we probably would have enjoyed it more but it got to the point where like people were like getting tired and i was like we can't sleep <laughs> like everyone stay awake <laughs> oh my goodness yeah and i I mean, it was a lot. Flowers are one of the biggest parts of a wedding and you did them yourself. Like you should feel very proud. Yeah. Do you remember how much they cost total? Um, I want to say before we got our discount, it was about $1,100 for everything. I'm, I'm talking the tape, the wire, the flowers, the ribbon. And that is like that's a tenth amazing. of the amount of the quotes I was getting from other people in Savannah for the exact things that I wanted. Yeah. I mean, literally, that is amazing for... What, you had more flowers at your like you literally down the aisles I didn't have flowers down the aisles and yeah. Lord knows my florist bill was more than that like I mean just you had them everywhere like it I just think that's so impressive that you were able to I mean had the setback not happened with the Friday ordering I think you know it would have been a lot less stressful obviously yeah. so for the other brides out there do you think it's doable and worth it I do think it's doable. Um, I know a lot of people have like smaller budgets and you can also do less than what I did. Like you don't need the flowers down the aisle. Mm -hmm. You also don't need bridesmaids bouquets. Like, you yeah. know, like Jordana it's not, didn't recently. Yeah. I, one of my best friends, I was in her wedding. She didn't have bridesmaids bouquets. Mm -hmm. And like, I, it wasn't even awkward. We just kind of walked down the aisle. Like it was whatever. Yeah. Um, but I do think that it is possible as long as you plan it and you map it out. Like I planned everything. You also have to be prepared for things to go wrong like I was and yeah. we kind of figured it out everyone was on our, my side it was fine we were gonna do it together because it's a huge part we can't just be like it's fine like, right right like we were not gonna do it so we we did have to figure it out and if you can afford a florist obviously get one <laughs> but also like there are ways to cock like did you reuse any of your flowers like from the ceremony for reception the bridesmaids bouquets were reused as centerpieces mm -hmm. so they were kind of smaller but I didn't have huge bouquets they were just kind of like yeah, they were kind of smaller on um, vases. Yeah. And I made these um, plaster boxes 
from like Amazon boxes and I put like plaster on them and made this like really cool thing. I saw like this Pinterest picture and I was like, it like it literally inspired me and I like stared at it and I was like, how can I do something like this? And those were by the welcome sign in a ceremony. Okay. My coordinator brought them over and put them in front of the champagne tower. Oh. So those were reused. Okay. Um, we also had some people get the vases of baby's breath down the aisles and scatter them throughout the reception like mm -hmm. ran on random tables, like down some stairs. So we did reuse a lot of the florals, but thank God to like my coordinator and the venue planner uh, and yeah. stuff like that. Cause I didn't even tell them to do that. I just kept looking around and people were like doing things. And I was like, oh, this is why we hire people this because I don't have to tell her, she just knows. Yeah, I mean, imagine truly, I don't know how brides do it, a wedding of that size and magnitude without at least a day of person because yeah. like who else is going to, unless you have a really amazing maid of honor who, is somehow a wedding planner in her past life. And yeah, because it is the moving of all of those things around, especially exactly. when you're reusing decor for different areas. Um, was there anything else that you DIY'd or like anything that you did and you wish you kind of just hired instead of DIYing? Um, so I did like, I really DIY'd like all of our signs, our table numbers. Um, can you talk about some of the table numbers and like signs and logistically for those of you listening being like, wait, I could maybe do that too. How did you even start? So I knew I wanted to get a specific, I had a vision for our table numbers mm -hmm. and I wanted to have our table numbers based off of the squares in Savannah because downtown Savannah has like, so cute. Yeah. Over like, tw it's like 22 squares and they have like the coolest names and I didn't want to have like table one. I wanted to have like Oglethorpe square was like mm -hmm. one table. And so I knew I wanted to do that. Tom, uh, Tom's dad is a carpenter. He has like a barn of like every tool you could ever imagine. It's like overwhelming to go in. It's so cool. That's, am that's amazing to have. Yeah, so he actually, he built our two signs, our arch signs that we had that people tell me look like tombstones. Yeah. No, I, I know what you're talking about. The yeah. arch is like a big thing in weddings, like a big shape. Yeah, like. he made those two for us and painted them and then just handed them off to me. And I used my Cricut to just like put stuff on there. The Cricut. Oh yeah, I hear DIY brides say the word yes. cricket every five seconds. What is a cricket? What is it? If you are thinking about DIYing anything for your wedding, invest in a cricket. Okay. I'm not even kidding. If you can't afford one, go on Facebook Marketplace, get an Ooh. older version. I'm not kidding. Get one. Get a cricket. Yes, um, I use the cricket for all my signs, my table signs, welcome sign, seating chart. I used it for our place cards. I used it for so much. I um. I, we gave our bridesmaids and groomsmen gifts the day of the wedding. Mm -hmm. I cricketed everyone's like little initial and put it on the bag. So everyone, like we knew whose bag was who. I used it for everything. Caroline, I am so impressed. You really, you made your wedding happen. Oh yeah. I had like, oh. I was so specific about details. I thought of everything. Like I. I mean, these are things that cost so much money to hire somebody to make and for and I mean, do you think that you have to be like a graphic designer to do the, some of this stuff or could? No, okay. I do not. Just because of the tools that we have available today. Mm -hmm. There's websites like Canva. Canva. So, yeah, love. everyone loves Canva. Canva, I even... sponsor us because we talk about Canva every five seconds. <laughs> Um, I've actually only used Canva like once because I use Adobe because I just know the graphic design stuff. But right. if you are not a graphic designer, you can make it happen. I also on Etsy, they have um, like wedding packages mm -hmm. where it's everything matches and it's invite, save the, save the day, um, welcome sign, 
rehearsal dinner and it's like oh. a, like you can I've seen them like browsing Etsy like for inspiration I didn't know they had all of that in one. Oh yeah you can go to specific shops who are probably graphic designers and they mm -hmm. have their own shops and they, they're digital files and it's like a certain suite and they'll usually name it they'll be like this suite or that suite and everything under there goes with that vibe of the wedding like place cards table you name it they all match. That's amazing yeah. and all you have to do is what input Europe personal information yeah so a lot of the templates are coming canva version oh, yeah okay. if you don't if you can do it if you're not a graphic designer i did my own bar signs off of etsy and i like t typed out them i even like picked out the font i spelled yingling wrong oh no big buzzkill did but people actually notice that i would notice noticed that. thank Good. god but i did i mean it's a hard word to spell the beer <laughs> so um but that was my extent of diy for the most part i think i did other random stuff but um, I mean, that's the thing. I feel like there's different degrees of like DIY. There's like me who I ordered a lot of disparate things like my neon sign, my cocktail or napkins, my things like that, and like worked with the vendors to design them, but then ordered it all to me. So I had a lot of like stuff I had to physically bring to the venue. Yeah. Then there's brides like my sister-in-law who is a doctor. So she had zero time to physically do anything. So she just hired for all that. All she had to do on her wedding was like show up with her clothes yeah um and then those people you. amaze me because i'm like such a control freak about <laughs> certain designs and details i like wish i was more chill like that but no I'm but not. i mean hey you saved so much money which is truly the best thing yeah. in the world another day is here and you're ready for it what to wear check breakfast lunch and dinner check planning for what's next and how to save for it that's where bank of america can help for your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay, so last thing I want to talk before we get into our little games and stuff, I mean, literally, we could talk about everything forever. But one of the things you did was break from tradition a ton, which is so interesting. I feel like it's a controversial topic because yes, it is quickly to reference your TikTok. I've, you got a lot of hate for it. Oh my gosh, yeah. <laughs> it was one of my most controversial TikToks ever. Like I was blocking people by the seconds because they were just <laughs> leaving the nastiest comments when I was just basically like telling my story of like how I am breaking from traditions. And then it, I also had half the other people being like, this is amazing. I don't want to do yeah. this either. So It's a polarizing yeah. thing, I've, weirdly, unfortunately. It's weird for like society to go in a different direction than what they usually go in. And so mm -hmm. I think it's just weird for some people and it's not talked about enough and I right. we just need to talk about it more like have the wedding that you want and I felt very strongly about that I didn't care if it was a tradition or not have the wedding that you want exactly. it's your day and no one else's that's what we say every five seconds on this podcast have the wedding you want so what did you break from 
So I didn't do the bouquet garter toss, which I feel like no, no one's really doing that these anymore. days. But I still like people like didn't understand that. I had a lot of family members be like, why aren't you doing the bouquet toss? And I was like, one, I want to save my bouquet. Yeah, I worked and, like, hard on this. You're like, I'm not throwing yeah, this. It was handmade by me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Actually, if my friend's listening who made it, I had a friend make it for me because I was freaking out. But mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and we didn't save the top of the cake for an anniversary I same yeah I forgot I just I don't know I didn't care that much I didn't even really want a cake oh no actually we saved ours and it melted in the car because we had to get a new car like the next day because our car flooded oh my gosh (laughs) but um so you just threw it away basically yeah basically wasted it go on um we didn't do bridal party intros so like into the reception Mm -hmm. we just wanted to like next 10 minutes and just have it like flow easier we didn't have a hashtag neither I yeah I I feel like we're straying away from that we We didn't unless there's like I I love a wedding hashtag when it makes sense when it's easy to come up with yes like if your last name is some people have really cool last names and they have like this really cool thing Mm -hmm. and you can make you can also use that for like your website and all this stuff we I couldn't think of anything uh Tom's last name is Amos and like the only thing I could think of yeah was (laughs) famous Amos the cookies and I was like I don't want that like we Mm -hmm. we're not gonna have a hashtag (laughs) Um, we did not spend the night before the wedding apart. We spent Same. the night together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was just so, it was nice to wake up and be like, oh my gosh, we're getting married today. He left, it was fine. The tradition behind that is so dumb. We did a whole episode on the history behind like wedding traditions and they're all very like anti-feminist and I mean, it's just like, why Why are we still doing this? Yeah, it's, if you want to do that, right, like more power to yeah, you. Yeah, who cares, have a girl's night, it's fine. But I just, it didn't make sense for what we were doing that weekend, so we right. didn't do that. Um, we also customize our wedding script, like our ceremony. Okay. Um, so we had our officiant send us a cust- like a example one, because I was like, I have no idea how, to, where right. do we go from this? And I'm, I had like the Google Doc open, I'm like deleting things, adding comments, I'm like, don't say this, like, please don't say that. Like, my dad didn't give me away, there was no like, obey term or like anything not that I know a lot of people don't do that these days anyways but I felt strongly about I had to let our officiant know so he didn't like accidentally say that because right. I didn't tell him otherwise right right um we also like said our own vows mm-hmm. which was very sweet I love that one of my favorite parts of the wedding mm-hmm. I didn't do something old new blue oh yeah yeah I just I couldn't think of anything else like whatever not a big it's deal it's one of those extra things you're like really I have to find something old something and again, like the tradition behind it, I forget what it even is, but yeah, yeah, we uh, did not do favors, which is also no. a very traditional thing to give your guests something. I feel strongly about I didn't want to waste anything. Mm-mm. Everyone was traveling in. I didn't want to like give them something they couldn't it's travel waste with. Of money too. I also am like, where I just paid for this crazy party for you guys. <laughs> like I don't need to give you a favor. We have an open bar dinner. Exactly. We're all having fun. I just I, I felt strongly about that. Um, I, we did not do specific sides at the ceremony, mm-hmm. like grooms, brides. I also stood on the, a different side of the wedding. Was it your better side? Yes. <laughs> I love that. My side profile. I like this side better than this side. So yeah. I like wanted to the make left. sure. Yeah. yeah Why does left. everyone like the left way better? I don't know. It's I don't like know a, what it is. It's like a psychological thing. I saw yeah. a TikTok about it. It's like, because I believe that something in the brain on our right side, like affects how we see our left. I don't Ooh, know. Interesting. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that's, that's a funny thing that I did. And then, uh, we didn't have a head table. We actually ate dinner alone, which. Oh, no sweetheart table? Yeah, no. 
Oh, for how long were you alone? So this is another thing that some people like do not understand. They thought, right. oh, they were like, what do you mean? Like on TikTok, I was like, you sat in a corner in a back room, like sounds fun. And I was like, you don't understand. No, it was it so does. intimate. It sounds it was amazing. Such a, yeah, it was such a crazy day. Um, when we came in, we did our, we did our first dance. And then we had some other things. Then when people were getting dinner, we had a bridal suite and our coordinator had actually set up what drink we wanted and dinner. <sighs> and we went back, we just sat and we just literally, we barely even talked really. We were both really just like, oh my gosh. Like it was just like the first time we had like really been alone and taken it in. It was sweet. We kind of joked about our vows and stuff because right. it was like the first time we had really I been alone. I love that though because you, you're so in the moment. You're so like go, 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 next thing we have to do, now we have to walk in, now we have to say hi to people. Now, yep. I love that you actually got to like decompress together right yeah. after the ceremony like Because I also think when you have a head table or sweetheart table, people are constantly talking to you. They're coming up to you, they want to take pictures, they're excited to see you, mm -hmm. which makes complete sense. But I just did not want anyone to bother me for like 15, 20 minutes, and so. Do you feel like you had enough time like at the reception to go around and talk to all of your guests or even just throughout the whole weekend to make sure you see a lot of your guests. Cause that was one thing Mike and I felt a little guilty. We were like, Oh, we only got to talk to so-and-so for a minute yeah. and they traveled all this way and we really didn't get to see them that much. Did you feel like that at all? Yes, I did. I, okay. so when we finished our dinner, we were going to come out and then go around and while everyone was eating and say hi, I think out of the 10 tables, we made it to two before the next event was starting and my coordinator grabbed mm -hmm. me was like we need to do this um but I did throughout the weekend because we had a whole weekend of events like right. we like had like some people go to a bar on Thursday I saw some people then Friday we had the rehearsal dinner and welcome party and even the day after the wedding I got dinner with some family so I did have a chance to at least try to say hi to some people but I remember after the wedding I was looking at Tom and I was like were these people there and he was like yeah and I was like I never saw them or said hi to them <laughs> And I don't know, I think that's just something that's reality of a wedding, yeah. especially if you have, I only had 94 and I couldn't talk to everyone. I can't imagine. 60. Yeah. Some people have like 400 people weddings. Like you cannot yeah. say hi to everyone. It's okay. You can't. I think guests do understand that when you are the bride and groom, you're not going to be able to have an intimate long moment with everybody. But that's why I do say like people like Jordana, who just got had a destination wedding where they're all together the entire weekend, like very much experiencing the whole weekend together. I'm kind of envious of that because then you definitely don't feel like you didn't spend time yeah. with these other people. Well, destination weddings like that too are usually smaller. How many people did she have at her wedding? You know what? Good question. I should know that. Oh, that's okay. Um, no. But I know a lot of people like you really cut your guests it's when smaller, you do that. And yeah. people usually have like 50 person weddings. For sure. So it's much more intimate. It's definitely smaller than like my domestic one. Yeah. Okay. Anything else that you broke from tradition that we missed? Like anything noteworthy? Well, I think the, the biggest one and the one I get the most hate for is I am not changing my last name. And I know we kind of talked about that earlier in the podcast, but the fact that you get hate for that, I'm not. It's too much. It's too much work. Yeah, <laughs> I I do agree. I am like very lazy when it comes to documents and like going to the DMV and doctor's Same. appointments. I'm so bad at it. So first of all, that just like I'm like, no, that's too much. Too much. Adulting. And secondly, I like my name. Mm -hmm. People, my number one question about this is why not? Like, why aren't you changing it? And they assume like it's something with like my family or like some weird tie have and I'm like no I just like my name it's who I am it's my identity yes I am 29 so 29 years it's been who I am mm -hmm. I've also grown like this online presence I've been content creating for f almost four years yeah and it's my website my Instagram it's just like who I am yep 
And I just, other than that, that's it. It's not like I, I don't hate right. Tom's last name. I don't not want to be associated with mm-hmm. him. It has nothing to do with that. I just like my, my name. philosophy on it. I'm the exact same way. Like I, it's become my identity. When people call me Mrs. Freeze, like if we're checking into you know a hotel room and they're like Mr. and Mrs. Freeze or whatever. I'm like, oh, that's fun. I like it. Yeah. Like, it's like a fun little alter you go. Yeah, that's but, how I feel. If someone says it to me, I'm not going to be like, all right. like, oh my God, that's not my name. I'll accept it. It's fine. Mm-hmm. But I just I just didn't do it. And right. that's, that's really all there is to it. Am I going to do it one day when we have children? Who knows? We'll talk about that down the line. My thing is, I'm like, the kids can have his name. Even yeah. though mine, I, I'm the same as you. I no, I love mine. your last name. Like, that's it's he should take yours. <laughs> that's can we make that a thing, please? Oh, I love that. So my one of my TikToks where I talked about that, mm-hmm. I had so many comments of women saying that their husband took their last name because of a reason. Like, I was the last one in my family with the name, or like I really liked it, or he didn't want to be associated with his family name because of you know whatever reason. And I thought that was so interesting. You do not hear that all the time, and I love that. Times are a change in 2021, baby. I I also, uh, to add on to this, there were some people that commented and said that they're making their own last name together, which is so unique. I've never heard of that. Like a brand new one or like a hyphenated situation? Well, because people, you know, they come from backgrounds that they don't want to be associated with. Um, and they literally were like, yeah, we're, I'm making my own last name because of whatever reason, because they don't want to be associated with that, or they just want a new last name. And I think that's so cool I love that we're that. getting into a time that you can do that. Make your own. It's I very hope. traditional to have like your family lineage and like carry on the name, you know, right. and we're just not in that type of I, world that's anymore. That's the thing. And I think it's all up to whatever you want to do again. If you want to take your spouse's last name, do it. Exactly. But if you want to make up, if you want your last name to be grapefruit, I'm looking at your drink, <laughs> you should be able to do that okay yeah I know I agree my the the whole point of this tradition talk too like I don't want to like bash any tradition just Mm -hmm. do whatever you want to do because there were a lot of traditions that we did we did speeches dances like you know I didn't see him until we walked down the aisle yeah I was I just did exactly whatever I wanted to do and that's I love it that's what I want everyone to do love it don't let anyone pressure you do not that's for sure Well, now it's time for Unpopular Opinions, brought to you by High Noon Hard Seltzer. Both of us are fans of it. Some of these opinions might be unpopular, but you know what's really popular? High Noon Hard Seltzer, with flavors like pineapple, black cherry, watermelon, grapefruit, peach, lime, mango, and passion fruit, one of my personal faves. They've got you covered for whatever occasion, be it your batch party, your bridal shower, cocktail hour, you name it. Our first opinion for today is... Bridezillas are the same girls who celebrate their birthdays all month long. Do we agree or do we disagree? And why? This is these are all submitted by our audience. So yeah. I feel like fun. I want to say yes and no. Yes, because there are specific bridezillas that are just straight up mean and like kind of crazy on mm. wedding days. But then after getting married, I understand what it's like to be like, no, that's not what I paid for. This right. isn't supposed to be happening and kind of having like a freak out. Like I, that was probably me when the flowers were happening. Like <laughs> I wasn't mean to anyone, but I remember being like so overwhelmed and being like, that's not like what we can't we yeah. have to do this one specific thing. But then I also know that some people really are a little crazy. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, they're out there for sure. The one, the girls, we all know the girls who make a birthday month every single year. (laughs) I don't, I just haven't been in enough situations like friends with enough bridezillas to make a call on this one. This one is tough. It is tough. But 
I agree with you. Like, I think there are bridezillas out there, but there are also brides who get dubbed as bridezillas just because they want things a certain way. Yeah. And they're paying for it. And I don't think that that they should get a bridezilla name. I think we, you know, weddings are a transactional thing at the end of the day. You're you're paying for a service or you're paying for a product and you, you have a vision and you and you do all you can to make that come to life. And it's okay if you're a little unhappy if things don't go the way they were planned. Yeah. A bridezilla to me is just someone that's being mean to everyone or like maybe not respecting people. Right. But if you're just asking for what you paid for, you're not a bridezilla. You're just asking for what you want. That's the thing. Like we don't want mean brides. That's I agree with you. Like the true term of bridezilla is somebody who's like truly rude and mean and like walking around screaming at vendors, which is absurd. Yeah. And like their friends and family. So... Yeah, I don't know. Maybe it is the girl. I think, I think I agree, and our audience does too. They seventy five percent of them said they agree. Bridezillas, so the crazy mean girls, are the same girls who celebrate their birthdays all month long. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. The next one: post wedding brunches suck. It's very hardcore of a opinion. <laughs> hmm. Okay. I for this one. I, I've actually never really been to a post-wedding brunch. I think if you're going to do one, obviously make it optional. Don't make it mandatory. Yeah. And also make it like at like noon. Yes. Yeah. But so then people if, can sleep in. Yeah. But then also people are traveling. Yeah. So I could see, actually now I see why this person's like, they suck. I have never been to a formal post-wedding brunch, but I have been to some weddings where it's like, someone's dad is like making pancakes the next morning go say hi and it's so chill we show up in like sweatshirts Mm -hmm. um I've also like just gotten lunch with friends the day after weddings because you know you wake up hungover and hungry but I haven't been to a formal brunch I could see if it was like a formal brunch you have to RSVP all this stuff I could see how that could be a little annoying but if it's casual chill come and go do what Mm -hmm. you want I I think there's nothing wrong with that and also people that we want to see that person again. I almost like that better than not doing anything. Like, I like the, a kind of, like, chill gathering of some sort. Even if you're like, hey, everybody, we're all heading to this restaurant. Like, come if you want. That It just gives you a chance to, like, laugh about the night before and yeah. remember and reminisce together. That's one of my favorite parts of being with my friends is when we mm-hmm. all wake up hungover and get, like, Mexican food and yes. giggle about the day before, you know? Yes. Yeah. After my wedding, I literally just, like, was, like, everybody come to our room. And people were just coming. To, yeah. Like, my friends it's were It's so just, fun. It was so much fun because then you get to laugh and everything. And you have all life to laugh and reminisce with your spouse, so. Yeah. Um, okay, well, that was our audience was torn. They voted on the Instagram story 50 50 oh, wow. agree and disagree. So, okay, the last one Sunday weddings are fun. Do we agree or disagree? Well, that's an, I don't know. That's another hard one. They're, these are hard. I could see that you could agree with that, but also you have to take different time off. Like, you have to take a Monday off if mm-hmm. you're going to a Sunday wedding, mm-hmm. whether you're traveling or not. I don't want to like bash Sunday weddings because I know some of you out there might be doing them for reasons such as they're cheaper at the venue or more affordable at the venue. Um, But I just am not. I Sundays are not a great day for me. I get Mm. massive anxiety. Sunday scaries is a term for a reason. (laughs) Yeah. 
I just like, you don't want me at your wedding if it's a Sunday. Yeah. If there was a Saturday booked at a venue and I had to choose between Friday and Sunday, I'd probably choose Friday. Friday. I love a Friday. Sunday the, is like a day of rest. I'm like Friday almost is becoming more of a favorite than Saturday for me. Yeah. Because well, then you have the whole weekend yeah. to have fun. Yep. Like I almost purposefully did mine on a Friday and at a lot of venues, it's more affordable. They charge lower rates on Fridays. So um yeah i i have to disagree that yeah I, I agree with you i because it it's just not a day you want to have fun but yeah. like you said there might be someone out there that has right. to have a sunday wedding and that's okay and listen if you're having a sunday wedding weddings are fun to begin with that's the rule that trumps all so your wedding's gonna be fun no matter what day if it's on i don't care if it's on a wednesday it's still gonna be fun yeah so do what works for you yeah the audience strongly felt about this one they said that 72 percent of of them disagree that Sunday weddings are fun. So, yeah. We're on the same page. Yep. (laughs) That was Unpopular Opinions brought to you by High Noon Hard Seltzer. It's only 100 calories. It's gluten-free. It's no added sugar. I mean, it's delicious. Caroline, I do you have a favorite flavor? I love High Noon, and I know you do too. Oh, yes. It's my favorite seltzer. I am a pineapple girl, so I love the pineapple. The pineapple's so good. Oh, yes. I've been loving that, and the mango is always a go-to. Oh, yes. You can find where to purchase High Noon by visiting highnoonspirits.com. So that was our episode. I hope everybody learned a lot. I know I did, and I just need to say truly bravo to you. I'm still so in awe of all of the DIY stuff you did, like you should be very proud of the amazing wedding you created. And I mean, you've built such an audience around it too. So clearly you did something right. Yeah. Budget tips are nice. People, people like how to save money for the wedding. Oh yes. So where can people find you to find more of this amazing knowledge? So my handle is Caroline Ripa. It's R-I-P-A. And I have the same handle for everything. So Instagram, um TikTok, Facebook, Pinterest. I have like the We're most detailed wedding board on Pinterest. <laughs> and then my website's also carolinerepa.com. So, yeah. Awesome. Oh, and you have a wedding guide. I do. So, I like obviously blew up on TikTok for all mm-hmm. of my wedding tips and stuff, and I did make a wedding guide. I released it a few weeks ago. It's like the perfect modern guide. I tried to make it different than other things you would see, and it also ex- includes like a budget spreadsheet, a vendor search spreadsheet, which Stop. is not talked about enough, but when I was like searching for photographers, venues, I would put, I made a spreadsheet, literally it's the one I made that I included, mm-hmm. um, and I would put everyone there, how much it was, what the deposit was, if we had a tip, if there was a tax, what was included for photographers, I put if travel was included, if engagement pictures were included, so it's, yeah. That's so helpful because you don't think about all the different things like travel, like the different, I don't just everything that comes with the venue exactly. that, or with a vendor. And it's so nice to just have the spreadsheet there. Like, yeah. oh yeah, brides, get on Google Documents the second you get engaged. Google Docs and Canva oh, yeah. are going to be your best friends. Mm-hmm. And if you're a DIY bride, Cricut yeah. as well. <laughs> well, thank you so much. It was so much fun. We'll have to do this again for sure. And yes, thank you. Yes, till death do us part. <laughs> The Betches Brides podcast is produced by Nicole Pellegrino, Sean Kilby, and Jorge Morales-Pico. Editing by Jorge Morales-Pico. Guest booking by Nicole Pellegrino. Be sure to follow us at Betches Brides and send us your emails to brides at betches.com. Betches.